hello and welcome to Movie Thoughts. I'm your host, Dominic Tartamella, and this is a bonus episode of Movie Thoughts. Episode 21, fucking blackjack slamming on the table. Um, yeah, I'm excited, okay? Uh, so we did an episode today, or rather I did an episode today, about Thanksgiving movies. One of those movies I talked about was Knives Out, which came out um, a couple of years ago. What the fuck was it now, Knives Out? When the hell was that from now, 2020? 2019, about, right? It's basically before the world shut down and we had COVID, and now we have the sequel to Knives Out. Another whodunit, a good old whodunit, directed by, written and directed by Ryan Johnson, called Glass Onion, a Knives Out, Mystery, I believe is the full title, right? So Glass Onion takes its name from a classic or kind of, I guess, I'm a, I'm a big Beatles fan, so I don't know if it's a, it's not really like a, a super popular song. If you're a Beatles fan, you know the song Glass Onion. It appeared on the White Album and it references a lot of other Beatles songs like Strawberry Fields, like Lady Madonna, like The Walrus, I Am The Walrus, and The Walrus Was Paul and all that shit. If you're into the Beatle lore... You know what I'm talking about. If you don't, whatever. Uh, so this movie is uh, a sequel in in a way where it's just one returning character, and that is Daniel Craig playing Benoit. Or what the hell is it? Benoit? What, oh God, don't say Benoit. Don't say Benoit. Chris Benoit. I guess it is Ben Benoit Blanc, right? Benoit Blanc. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's the master detective and he returns with a whole new cast of people so if you remember in the original we had chris evans we had anna d armas uh you had jamie lee curtis you had michael shannon you had don johnson tony collette a bunch of other people in that movie christopher Plummer, right you had a bunch of uh people an ensemble if you will and Knives Out was a real... Uh, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. It was a good theater experience. Um, a strong enough mystery. You know, it was a little bit... I I, I don't think it was predictable. Uh, I think maybe the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is all right. The ending's not like... You know, I think I was expecting something a little bit more elaborate. But then the more I watched it on um, Blu-ray and stuff like that, I really do enjoy this movie. Ryan Johnson, as I uh, dabbled in last episode, he gets a little bit of hate because of what he did with Star Wars. I never had a problem with the guy. Uh, Looper is one of his other known movies, and uh, it's a pretty decent movie. I remember when I first saw it, uh, I was a little disappointed in it, but after some revisiting, I do like Looper. And I do, honestly, I admitted last episode as well, I like Last Jedi. Um, It definitely has some weak points. There's a lot of things I don't agree with. But the point is, Ryan Johnson is a a very talented writer and director. And when he makes original content like this, it makes you not even really want the Star Wars stuff because you'd rather just, whether you like it or not, you'd rather just see him do original stuff, right? So he's back again. And now this was an interesting thing with this movie. I don't know what the deal is, but as I said, Good theater experience, uh, made a decent amount of money, Knives Out, but now with the sequel, Glass Onion, the deal um, has been made with Netflix to release this exclusively in Netflix. Now, I think this 
definitely had the influence of the pandemic because I know when this was announced and stuff like that, it it probably uh, had the pandemic to thank for that. You know, uh, I'm, I'm sure they really didn't know where, you know, movie theaters and this and that were going. And at that point when we were right in the thick of it, with movie theaters closed. So there was a deal made with Netflix. I believe there may be another one in the future. I'm not 100%. I'm sure it depends upon the success of this. Now that it's on Netflix, there's a little bit uh, their their measuring of success is a little different. So I think we will see a third one at least. But it was just it's a curious situation because you are getting this movie that was theatrical, um, and then you're getting kind of like, I mean, for lack of a better way of saying it, a half-ass kind of release because. I know the movie Glass Onion is supposed to hit Netflix December 23rd. So now it opened this week in select theaters and it's just going to be showing for a week. So I said, hey, I was interested in seeing this as I had a good experience seeing the first one in theaters. I wanted to go see this movie and I got to say, I did enjoy this film. I, yet again, they are back with uh, a cast that'll probably try to rival the past cast. You got people like Edward Norton, you got Janelle Monet, you got Katherine Hahn, you got Leslie Odom Jr., you got Jessica Henwick, Madeline Klein, Kate Hudson, and Dave Batista. And there's obviously the same tone. It's not a very dark movie. It's light. There's a lot of comedy that goes with it. The characters are a little weird and stuff like that. It definitely does it in in a different way where I felt like Knives Out, as the, the, the craziest things that happen in Knives Out, and maybe they're a little far-fetched and stuff like that, it was grounded in a pretty normal reality. I feel like Glass Onion, they're kind of... Um, going a little bit a little bit more extreme. Uh I'm not going to get into spoilers. If I do dabble into spoilers, I'll give a warning, but the story is definitely bigger um you know whereas Knives Out was set specifically in a mansion, specifically in that kind of like fall winter-esque time and now with this movie we're in the uh we're in a you know on an island and you have this billionaire played by Edward Norton and it's it's a different approach it's it's basically contrasting the original which is cool but they definitely shoot for the stars there's some stuff in the ending that I felt like a guy it did get a little bit I don't want to say cartoonish but it does kind of get to heights where it felt like a little bit different from what Knives Out was where Knives Out was that smaller story but overall, I did like it. I like all the characters. You know, everybody's uh, got great chemistry. It's a little bit different, too, where, like, they do an interesting thing where when you meet the characters in Knives Out, you're fully aware that they're all assholes, <laughs> you know, for the most part. The family and stuff like that. Whereas in this one, some of these characters are more like, all right, they're more likable. And they definitely have some secrets that the plot slowly reveals. Now, Daniel Craig gets a little bit more depth, I guess. You know, they show him 
in his own personal life at some times. It did start out, I will say, like, and I'll, I won't get into spoilers, like I said, but like, the way the movie started out, I felt like Daniel Craig was very different in the beginning. Uh, whereas, like, he was, he was a little bit like, an extreme version of the character he played in the last one, but then it kind of balances itself out, and the plot does explain what is going on. Um, you could see with this movie, and and as well as Knives Out, that that Craig is having like fun with this role, whereas I feel like he got trapped in the James Bond thing for a while, and he was always, you know, every time in between movies, he was always kind of like, oh, I'm not doing it anymore, I hate it, and bashing it, and obviously a lot of that was, you know, pretty much bargaining things to get more money and stuff like that. But you can see that he is enjoying himself and he's, he stepped out of the fucking James Bond thing finally. And he's just dedicating himself to a new character and, and having fun with it, you know, doing things that he would never even be able to do as Bond. So it's good to see that as far as standouts in the film, let's talk um, about that. You got Janelle Monet. She's a standout plays a great character uh, a real duality to her performance. And then, of course, there's good old fucking Edward Norton, uh, which, you know, he, everybody knows Edward Norton's good. And then when you see him in a role like this, that he's having fun, he's chewing the scenery, and he's working with all these character actors, it's it's just a lot of fun, and you get to see him really shine as this eccentric billionaire also dave batista gotta give him credit where credit's due this guy has uh he's a good actor dave batista you know a lot of wrestlers sometimes they you see them act and you're like oh you know it's fucking all right they're okay but he's he's got range i think he's got range and he he slowly proves how much range he has you know versus like not to like put down the rock or anything like that but like the rock the Rock is good at certain things, right? Like The Rock is a fucking bona fide movie star at this point. The Rock could it plays a role and plays certain roles in particular. It's a little bit hard sometimes. I'm not saying it's impossible. He hasn't really done it, but uh to see like The Rock play like a dramatic, a super dramatic role cuz you expect something from him, but I could see, you know, Dave Bautista playing uh, a little bit more of, of uh, you know, the quieter roles. Obviously, he's, you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's done this now, and he's popped up in other things. Uh, you know, he was in the very beginning of, like, the new Blade Runner with Ryan Gosling. And I thought even in those scenes, like, it really showed a side of him that was, you know, you didn't get much of him, but it showed that he had range as an actor. And I'd like to see him, you know, maybe tackle more of those quiet kind of dramatic roles. But overall, yeah, Glass Onion was cool. Uh, I like that they used the Beatles title. It definitely has a meaning to the movie, and they definitely beat you over the head with that. And they, spoiler alert, they even play fucking Glass Onion uh, during the end credits. So I don't know how much that costs fucking Netflix to get the Beatles, <laughs> the rights to that Beatles song. But hey, it works. Now, as far as should you run out and go to the movies... And see this in this week-long engagement if you can. Um, I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, listen, the movie is going to be on Netflix next month. So time will fly. But if you're uh, looking to do something with the family and you're deciding to go to the theater it is a, and it's playing near you, I would 
definitely go check it out. It's worth the price of admission. I don't think you're going to like walk out of Glass Onion and be like, oh man, I should have waited for the Netflix, you know, and fucking, I wouldn't have paid anything extra, but you'll have fun with it. It's about two, it's about the, I think it's about the length of the original. Yeah, two hours and 20 minutes. It's not, it's not terribly long. Um, it takes a little bit in the beginning. You know, they're throwing all the characters at you and then they're, you know, obviously reintroducing Daniel Craig. But once, I want to say about a half hour in, it starts to pull you in. It becomes a little bit more interesting. You start to uh, really uh, get the gist of what these characters are and what they're about. And I had fun with it. I definitely am looking forward to even watching it again when it does come to Netflix. I wonder how long um, or how many of these films they could make. I mean, these could go on for a while. You know, if you think about it, I mean, obviously we're not going to, you know, specifically compare it to James Bond, but just to use the the topic because James Bond's been going on forever. What Daniel Craig do? He did Casino Royale, he did Quantum Silence, he did Skyfall, he did Spectre, and he did No Time to Die. So he did five of those. So could I see him doing five of these Knives Out mysteries? Sure. Uh, I definitely 100% take one more at least. I'm I'm a I'm a guy who who appreciates when you know things go out when they're still on top. So if they make one more and it's good enough, I'll take it. I don't need twelve of these. You know I don't want to get to the point where I'm kind of like bored with the character or kind of you know it starts being repetitive or anything like that. I they do a good job, as I said earlier, of like making the setting different making the characters very different so you it, it is a completely different movie in that way the twist or it's high i mean twist or whatever you want to take it like the whodunit aspect and the the solving of the mystery it's not fucking rocket science and it's not it's not going to blow you away and be like wow they really thought uh you know this through this was unexpected it's honestly a little bit simpler and a little bit sillier than uh, the Knives Out reveals. So it's like, you kind of, like I said, I wasn't disappointed. I didn't sit there going, oh, it should have been somebody else, or it should have been this. It is what it is. It's it's their fucking movie. They're going to do what they want. And I think it works. It's just kind of like, eh, you know. But yeah, I like this film. I highly recommend it. Uh, if you need to, wait. It'll be on Netflix soon, like I said. And that's it. That's my bonus uh, little Thanksgiving review of Glass Onion. I'm not gonna delve into spoilers because I feel like once you go down the spoiler thing, I don't want to. I don't want to. What am I gonna say? I'm gonna reveal the the ending or um, you know ruin the experience for somebody for no reason. If I if I feel compelled to, I will get into spoilers, but not in this episode. There's a few movies I want to see still. Uh, Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans is hitting theaters like now. I it's not playing anywhere around me right now, but I'll be checking that out soon. Um, Bones and All, I believe it's called, looks pretty decent. Looks interesting. I'll check that out. Looks kind of creepy. Looks kind of weird. Looks up my alley. And that's it, man. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. This is how I spend my Thanksgiving Eve. But enjoy your Thanksgiving. And thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, Movie Thoughts on Spotify, iTunes. And you could subscribe and rate and review if you like what you're hearing. Also check me out on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and 
TikTok at Dom Solo Reels. Do some stupid videos and movie-related comedy from time to time. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.